They say sharing is learning. From east to west, from Australia to India to Spain. This is a podcast about three friends. Three friends who happen to be three coaches, who happen to be three family men, each with his own learnings, strengths, and experiences about life, business, energy, health, and whatever comes up during our monthly calls. There is no agenda to these episodes. Sometimes just the three of us, sometimes with guests, sometimes just ourselves, myself, Manoj, Nick in Australia, Shiri Kumar in India. And uh, there is no topic or monthly fixed date. There is just an intention to share and enrich our lives and yours. We do not know where our journeys will take us. What we do know is that it is in our hands to make the experience of that journey as impactful and fulfilling as we want. Do subscribe, do follow us, and enjoy the journey with us. Okay, cool. So how have you been? How have you been, Tree? Been good and busy, quite busy, Nick. Um, okay. And, and the trend looks to continue for the next one month at least. Yeah. So my uh, online training sessions have started. Okay. So being busy with that. Okay, so you're running, you're running online training? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. And what what sort of things are you um, are you focusing on? Yeah, so like I would have shared earlier, Nick, I'm um, you know besides my own independent work, I'm also impaneled with uh, two organizations here: the Great Place to Work Institute and yep. their uh, sister concern, the Great Manager Institute. So uh, we've had a series of programs for uh, you know one was is the world's biggest uh, BPO. And uh, the other one is, of course, the India uh, Center for Tesco. Okay. okay. So for both of them, we've been doing the Great Manager Certification Program. So I've been doing, I did a couple of batches for them. So so that got over and now a few more starting for other clients, etc. Mm, exciting. Yeah. And also uh, one personal work uh, with a personal client of mine. So yeah still being kind of closed in terms of the loop uh, mm. but it's going to be on uh, feedback skills yeah yeah no, that's cool. to start next uh, Wednesday so. yeah yeah well it's like anything I think if this is my my opinion on it but it's you know there's a phrase that I love I said it to somebody today actually it's like you know build it and they will come and I think the more the more you are seen speaking the the more connections you make to do to do your work right so yeah 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 it's uh it's pretty cool i was on a call last last friday um invited to do a uh a live stream and there was we had like 600 people on the on the on the call which was which was excellent and i think it's um yeah video is definitely a great way to share share what we do and obviously connect connect with people we might not connect with so um yeah no no i, I can imagine i can imagine you know, some, something interesting happened when you mm. spoke about connections being made. Mm. Um, so what happened is I was doing um, the, I think, the last batch for Tesco. 
and um, on that date i had also received some uh, you know gift by post mm, so okay. i'm part of an alternate network here in india and uh, they operate primarily from the premise of gifting and love yep. and generosity and all that okay so um, so so they i in fact i used to have something called these smile cards okay okay and so they they like uh, you'll have those uh, regular playing deck cards so mm. it looks like that but it's anything but that except for this one joker in the card yep, there yep. In, in the back there so uh, are you aware of these smile cards no 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 i have no i'm not aware of them, no oh, they're, they're beautiful so uh you know so uh, this one has been kind of produced by this organization with a website called kindspring.org okay right and what they do essentially is a kind of to just take the uh, cover off and and this was this led to something very interesting so if i just take the cover off and i just you know kind of uh, show it around like this so what happens here is Sri, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you just dropped, you just dropped out there. Are you, are you on a stable Wi-Fi or? Yeah, I am. I am. In fact, okay, today that's fine. I'm on. That's fine. Today yeah, I'm just on for, my hotspot. Yeah. Okay, me too. Because and I just lost you for about sixty seconds. It's fine. Gone. Sorry, carry on. Okay. So I think as as I open the deck cards here, there are cards in four colors. Okay. Yep. So red, uh, then uh, fluorescent green or yellow, so to speak. Then a few in blue. and i think there's also uh, you know one in green uh, yep. border so to speak these are interesting so so the the ones that you see here which is in a fluorescent yellow kind of a stuff so these are cards that are marked for strangers okay and uh, these cards will have a request of you to do something for strangers people yep. whom you never met hmm. so so the card that just came up for me here is it says sign up to have your organs donated after you pass away okay uh, another one that came up here is feed a beggar and spend 15 minutes of your time with uh, him hmm. and then there is one here for uh, so the red decks are for people you know hmm okay and it says uh, buy a new set of clothes for someone who can't uh, afford it or let's say let's look at another example write a letter to a parent or grandparent about their impact on your life okay. mm. and then the blue ones are for yourself so um what came up what i'll just pick up randomly here is yeah uh, so this is interesting i used to do this you know about 20 years ago so it says uh, write 10 inspiring quotes and hand it to strangers in a public place oh okay okay and then the green ones mm. these are for the world Okay. so it okay. says uh, clean a statue in a public place now we have our you know dashing handsome friend back over here now ah oh, is the handsome fella here yeah yeah so it's a 2 and 1/2 minute show show, <laughs> show your face you handsome devil you can't see me or what no, oh there you are you are you're on the side you're on the side Right. So can like you that. see me or no? No, I can see you but you look like you look like you're doing an ad for that Lionel Richie song dancing on the ceiling but you're actually on sort of you like this. Cause I, yeah. Cuz I'm on the on the phone so should I do like this? Right. Uh Turn the phone up. Are you up? Turn mean... turn no, that way. Yeah, keep going that way. Keep going that way. That was going the right way. No, no. Yeah. No. Okay, so you want me to do like this. 
that's it. That's it. That's a man. That's a man. There he is. Look at that. Isn't, eh? isn't that better? That's Absolutely. so much better. I love, I love the way you got the whole uh, Elvis look going on with your chest hanging out, and you know, just too cool for school. Hey, Tree. I wish, it's, I wish I could look that good out early in the morning. I don't want to say on public what I'm thinking <laughs> right now. <laughs> How are you, brother? You okay? I, I, I think the three viewers that watch us will probably run away if I, if I actually <laughs> say what I want to say. What's going on in my mind? So, so I keep it to myself. Sorry, it's a wee bit warm in here. I got the Sorry, I'm late. On. Sorry. Go Sorry, on. I'm late. Sorry. That's I'm late. okay. Sorry, Sri. Go on. Just, just continue with the cards. I, I was, I was enjoying that. Yeah. So, so you know, so there are these four different types of cards and uh, you know so just to bring our friend uh, up to speed here so Manoj if you may recall I had posted about this on Facebook uh, last week that you know I had yeah. lost these smile deck cards and I kind of traced somebody in India who prints them and they sent me I requested for two they sent me a good number of bunch of them so the yellow ones are for some things you do for strangers the red one is for people you know the blue is for yourself and the green is for the world Right. And what I used to do was, uh, Nick, is in, in my in the sessions that I used to design myself and run, uh, you know, we'd all meet as strangers on day one. And by day one evening, we'd have quite a good rapport. And before we all depart for day one, I would shuffle the cards and ask the participants to pick one randomly. And whatever is in there, they need to read it and put the cards back, go home or go to their rooms that night and come back next morning after doing what's written there. And if they, for whatever reason, are not in a position to do one of the things that's written in the card, then they need to find the closest alternate to that and do that and come back. And then the interesting thing was next day, day two morning, they'll all come back transformed. They'll have a much wider, uh, you know, let's say perspective and will have experienced the oxytocin release in their body because they did something nice for themselves or for a stranger for or others. the world out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, from an NLP perspective, their internal state will be very different, very expanded. And so from that state, when we look into day two, whatever be the subject, it will have a different impact on all altogether. So I'd lost these cards last year in one of my training programs, I don't know where, and finally got them uh, traced to the people who make it in India and requested them for, you know, at least two. And I said, if I can have more, I'll be gifting it to people. So what they did was they didn't just send me this. What they also did was, they and, and it's still on my table, I've not removed it from there yet. They also sent me these stuffed heart pins, you know, made out of stuffed cloth. Mm. Okay. And uh, this is another one. And they also sent me these four uh, journals, so to speak. Uh, so one, uh, all of these are 21 day activities. So one is on okay. reverence, okay. Uh, 21 days of kindness. And then uh, 21 days of mindfulness, and finally uh, also 21 days of gratitude. Yeah. And I was abs and they also sent me a note, and I was absolutely like, wow. I mean, where did this come from? You know. Hmm. And uh, there's uh, there's a question we ask in access bars, which we call, how did I get so lucky, and how does it get any better than this? Hmm. So what happened is I immediately typed it on LinkedIn and on uh, Facebook, and Manoj wrote a beautiful comment on that. And then I'm in the training that day, uh, you know, it's, it's a final batch. And one of the L&D managers of that client, uh, you know, we were doing a check-in in terms of saying, how are you feeling today? What's up for you today? And she said that, you know, I'm feeling very grounded because I've just done uh, an exercise in mindfulness. 
and meditation and centering. And it was just exactly that was what was there on my top. And I said, you know, uh, Swati, this is what just came in for me today. Mm. And she then requested if she could have, you know, an access to the people who create this and send it because she is the lead in that client organization where they're trying to create a culture of mindfulness uh, within the organization. And I send them the link and um, it, it was really, really wonderful what happened there. Uh, and um, the other thing is I've sent a few of these smile deck cards as gifts to people I know and I've connected other people to uh, this organization that does it and the interesting thing is while I was filling up their order uh, they asked me how would I like to kind of you know pay it, pay for it would I like to pay for the printing and the transportation cost or some more or would I like to pay it forward so I said I'd like to kind of at least to begin with you know pay for the print and the postage cost mm. and uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm an activist. I'm a gift gift activist. I love mm. gifting things, and uh, the one festival I love to celebrate is Giftable. So I said, you know, I would love to kind of procure more of these and share with my friends wherever I go, uh, because each year I can't give the same gift. I need to change it. So I'd like to order more and do that. And that's when she said something interesting. You know, Nick, what she said was that lady in that organization. She said that these booklets and these heart pins. And they also have a card that they create. These are made by women in distress. These are designed and printed by women in distress. Uh, say, for example, women who are vulnerable or who face abuse or, you know, violence or whatever. And the state government has created a, a kind of a protection center uh, where they can come and live, you know, till they're no longer vulnerable. And as part of their rehabilitation process, they've created something called as art therapy. So they design and paint these thank you cards, these these stuffed badges and these other books in which this organization then kind of, you know, gives it forward, so to speak. So so I was very, very uh, touched to learn that human touch or, you know, element to this. And, and the interesting thing, so Manoj, you may be wondering where did this story start? So, you know, Nick was saying that, you know, how through these sessions where we get to see each other, we, we form some interesting connections. So I was talking about a session I was doing in one of the uh, L&D managers in the client organization. She was talking of mindfulness and that day I got this booklet on mindfulness. And I kind of connected them, her to this organization. And today all of a sudden this organization is now well known by more people than than before. And all of them want to reach out to them and you know procure the, the things they're creating from a space of love and generosity. Wow. And, and, and Shri, I'm... Just curious, what was what's the name of the company, the business? So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, tell you. Uh, you know, they've borrowed the title of uh, this from a book uh, written on one of the um, activist saints of modern India. His name was Vinoba Bhave. He was a disciple of Mahatma Gandhi. Mm. And, uh, you know, after he, um, you know, Mahatma Gandhi passed away, uh, Vinoba Bhave went to uh, went on a, a walk, you know, so to speak, walkathon, so to speak, mm. where in a newly independent India, he persuaded rich, rich landlords to donate their land to the excess land to people who didn't have anything to till by. Mm. And uh, this was one of the largest ever voluntary, uh, you know, donation of land that had ever taken place in the world. Mm. And then there was a book that was written on him, uh, or I think by him, it's called Moved by Love. So he moved uh, people to donate their land by, from from a space of love, and what this organization has done is 
uh, they've taken uh, that name. It's called Moved by Love, and I'm just going to um, you know share the the connection, the the address where you get to know more about their work and what they do. Yeah, so um, it's called www.movedbylove.org. So I'm 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 curious now. Obviously, I'm I'm gonna buy some cards straight away. But um, the first thing that came to my mind was if it's if it's supporting women in distress who have who have come from, you know whatever background they've come from you know domestic violence or or whatever it might be i'm wondering if we might be able to give back i'd be happy to anyway give back some free coaching sessions and, and help them deal with their trauma that's the first thing that came to mind um yeah that I, I i'd love to do that so i will contact them because i think you know the volunteer the volunteering thing is um sorry somebody's just popped up here the volunteering thing is uh is is so important I, I think you know to give back and um i was yeah. yeah i was i was chatting to somebody about about this the other day you know and there's all these women women in, i mean men obviously but women in particular there's i don't know about you, you you'll know you're in obviously india managers in spain but in australia um through covid and, and lockdown there is there has been a huge increase in domestic violence um, and and you know we we've got skills in in tools that we can really support them so thank you for sharing i will buy the cards and, and also just see if they are open to us you know maybe doing some free sessions as well i think that's no no that's i mean i think i think i i must say this nick you know i i i put my hand on my heart to say this mm. i'm moved by love or at your gesture yeah yeah no, I think we, you know, because it, yeah, there's so many people in the world that um, that story you told about that. What was the guy's name? Who, who? Sorry, you you said um, convince the landlords. Vino, to give their... Vinoba Bhavi. Mm. I'll just type his name here. Yeah, I'll check that out because because that's so but important. I, I, I think. I oh yeah, I've got it. it. Okay, cool. Vinoba. I just Bhavi. stopped it. Typed it wrong. No, it's not Vinod. It's Vinoba. Oh, Vinoba. Vinoba Bhavi. Vinoba Bhavi. Yeah, so it's like you know, I think to myself, I'm, I've, and, and I'm so glad you raised this because, you know, I've been a couple of things you, you spoke about there, which are, which have rung true for me today. Actually, is um, I I keep seeing a lot of homeless people in in where I live in Brisbane, um, and I know it's going to be you know obviously where you live, population density there's going to be a lot more, and and, and probably for Manage as well because it's you know higher populations, but. In Brisbane, I walk around, and, and today we, we 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 had lunch, and we were eating a there's a there's a place called Govinda's we go to, and it's beautiful vegetarian curry, and we were all sat down there, four of us, and we in this curry, and we we sat outside a magistrate's court, and I was facing, we were on these benches, and I was facing the door, and these these men and women were coming out, and and I I keep coming from this oneness. You know, keep looking at everybody I see, and I'm like, "You are, you are me, and I am you." And and I, I saw these people, and I was like, you know, there must be something from a like you said, coming from a love point of view, where I, I think you said on one of the cards, sit sit down or buy a buy a homeless person a meal or talk to them for 15 minutes. But you know, if if 
if we could imagine what we could do in 15 minutes it, with the skills that we have you know and just just lighten up their day and i'm i think that's a real big thing for for me at the moment is supporting others and don't, don't look don't get me wrong obviously you know i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a householder so so i have bills to pay and mouths to feed but at the same time i i i think it's worthwhile having some time to give to others as well for free those those that are in need those that those that can't afford to pay for the services that we offer in fact you know very interesting to hear that nick because it reminds me of a couple of things and manoj i'll, I'll start with you for that so manoj if you remember last time you when you attended the weekend meetup you know i think on 25th of september uh, there was a guest there who was silent but he was a he was a keynote speaker in the first edition in, in august his name is raman krish uh, krishnan raman and he's uh, you know nick one of my mentors and well wishers here in, in in india and he lives in the adjacent city of gurgaon and uh, you know he he's a person who prefers to remain under the radar you know understated and away from limelight and all but i discovered something very interesting about him and you know i've known him for about now uh, what um, 13 years no i think 11 years now and each year i still get to know more about him because he he prefers to remain so under the radar mm. so uh, you know sometime back i learned something very interesting about him and especially when you mentioned about that you know uh, reaching out and doing something so uh, in in one of the states in india called bihar uh, there's a very remote place and that state of bihar has one of the highest instances of uh, you know uh, eye problems or eye diseases yeah yeah and somebody set up a hospital there and their target is to reach and correct the you know problems of nearly half a million people who are suffering there and they found a very interesting way of doing this what they did was they started looking for young girls and women who were in distress and uh, who were going through vulnerable situations themselves mm. and they offered to sponsor their education mm. uh, and their stay in the hostel here in return for these girls uh, choosing to become optometrists right who check okay. these yep. eyes etc yep. and then help the the organization the hospital in the process of you know correcting the vision of these mm. half a million people there in that area who have those problems and uh, one of the things uh, the, the founder of this organization also did was in terms of how did he uh, let's say motivate these girls to come out uh, you know and, and, and that part of the country is a very very rigid orthodox uh, kind of a place okay where women and girls are not allowed to or encourage go out or study or you know progress so to speak but one of the things that he also encouraged these girls to do was to come out and play football okay it is sport hmm. and yeah and you know and and he did he did a fantastic job and somehow the word reached this mentor of mine krishnan mm. and then krishnan went down there uh, last year and spent time with uh, you know two girls there and uh, you know the, 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 their story i mean i have the facebook uh, sorry the youtube link somewhere i'll i'll forward it to you both in in the um, in the uh, you know whatsapp group but interestingly what happened is uh, it's a tragic story you know um their mother was murdered by their own father in front of their own eyes and uh, you know he he was an alcoholic and he murdered their mother and their uh, maternal grandmother which is their late mother's mother you know took on the case she fought it with absolutely no resources practically to speak of and then she also raised these two little girls even as she was spending for herself 
literally from a hand to mouth existence mm. and these girls then went on to play football and then you know became optometrists in this particular hospital mm. and and they have such an amount of pride in the way they have kind of transformed themselves and carried forward and there was also a story of a third girl who was married off at a quite young age and her husband died or something like that and then she was again married off to another person who was a widow a widower and had grown up children so to speak and uh, this whole thing was in the background of the fact that you know she'll not be eligible for a regular marriage because she couldn't conceive right some conceptual defect or something and again instead of you know sitting back and valuing she decided to take that as an and, and the second husband also died and she uh, even though she could never have children of her own she raised the children of her second husband as her own and then she also went on to become an optometrist here in this hospital the point i'm trying to make is what i remembered of krishnan when you spoke about what you wanted to do here so krishnan when he got to know of this place he went and visited uh, that hospital spent time with the three girls there and went and met the maternal grandmother of the first two girls i was talking mm. about and you know um, he krishnan never takes selfies you know or mm. you know i've never seen him pose with any celebrity or take selfies etc uh, but you know it was a proud moment for me to see when he sent the selfies of himself with these two girls and their grandmother and he told me one thing shri that you know for all the coaching work i do i've committed to the hospital that i spend 4 days a month coaching uh, these girls there and developing their leadership portions there mm. so so which is what i remembered nick when you spoke about the the Uh, the offer you want to make from that space of expansiveness and you know love and generosity yeah i think look and 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 it 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 makes me gen- genuinely sad um and angry as well to to hear those stories and to to know that people live that life in 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 now um so many young women uh and and elder women i mean you know are i think physically mentally you know every just abused and and handing around in in different environments and you know it's 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 in it's it's here as well right it's just it's more i think here it's probably brushed under the carpet a little bit more um but it still goes on to to this day and 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 you know i would love to i would volunteer more more than happy to volunteer my time to support anyone in that situation so so let's do that's that's what well, i will do definitely do that anyway so um one 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 thing on that nick what i'm also going to do is after a call i'm going to share with uh, you both in our whatsapp group the name of the lady with whom i spoke and who arranged and all this yeah Let's and, and one more lady who actually put me in touch with this lady mm. and and the third one who was you know so so it's like a chain that happened so i asked somebody then that person referred me to this person and then mm. uh, this girl referred me to the second one and the second one actually referred me to the third person from where yep. i got all that so i'll yep. i'll you know speak to them and i'll share their contact details uh, mm. you know on the whatsapp group and you can yeah cuz cuz directly what think think of what the three of us, i know it's a little, little little things right but but the three of us um with with the skills and experience that we have could could i i believe offer offer more confidence or at least you know a, a chance to vent and and hopefully we can minimize the vibrational imprint on the nervous system which will hopefully allow them to to move forward rather than be stuck in 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 that mindset which is which you, would be a you, great gift you 
you said something about that it's being brushed under the system right the, why oh, yeah I, I i think i don't know it's you know um look the, you think the system wants it to be like that because i mean well, oh, just, women I, I just think, don't want to come out uh, no i think women i think i think look this is just with my partner Jacinda's a coach as well and, and, and she's worked with a lot of women um, over the years and, and I think there's a lot of women who, who have who, who go through life and they have not great experiences with, with men um, could be you know narcissistic it doesn't have to be physical but it could be a narcissistic relationship it could be a physically abusive relationship it could be you know it could be anything like alcoholism doesn't doesn't have to be that mental or physical but just living with an alcoholic and the effect that has on on the woman and the family you know it's it's all these things and and i i think my observation we all have women in our lives um my observation over i think since since talking through these things with with my partner is you know, women are very strong, um, loving, as we know, beautiful, beautiful, determined beings, right? And, and hell, I for whatever reason, sometimes they, they choose wrongly and, and these things happen or they choose rightly because, you know, are they called in to do that? It's a whole different conversation. But I, I think a lot of women go through life not, not being fully fulfilled and, and experiencing some some form of abuse you know uh and and for, for me um and men same thing happens to to, to to men as well you know some men go through the same thing and and i just think giving giving back some of our time um you know is 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 great to to for all the experience that we've got and all the tools that we have and, and all the support we can offer somebody for those people that can't afford it right because there are people out there that can't afford it. I'm just a little surprised that it's still happening in the Western world, you know, because it doesn't, you know, India, for example, you know, it's got a lot of, uh, sorry, I don't mm. know what happened. Uh, so India, as you know, for example, it's still got a lot of back, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you call it, tradition, mm. blah, 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 blah. So you can, in a way, not understand, but rather, see that hey they still have a long way to go ahead right i'm just surprised that in western society and I'm, I'm including australia in western right mm, mm. that they still have such a but but i think in western stigma is stigma yeah that stigma, word, you know, that, stigma. That women are yeah. still less you know? yeah 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 and, the, and look i think i i well i don't think i know it does exist it, it exists here and, and obviously you know my home country of england um it, it definitely exists there you know some some women from all races and colors and creeds you know are abused on a daily basis in some way shape or form um and what you, you we can look we can we can look at it and say oh india you can understand that personally my personal thing is i don't understand it it's like you know it's for, for me and again it goes back if you if you if, if you look at india and you go back however it's justified you know, if you go back and you read the Upanishads and, and all the, the ancient scriptures and everything else, you know, they say that you are divine, we are all divine. That doesn't exclude women, in my in my opinion, of reading of reading that stuff. And in, and in the West, you know, in, in the West, even more so. But I think it's a different dynamic because, you know, 
it just it just goes under the radar in so many situations it's like you know you just just experiences i've had in my life it's with with, with some some clients you know it, it's like oh he he only hits me once or twice a year when i do something really wrong you know that's that's he's very nice yeah yeah otherwise he's very nice you know oh he only he only hits me and gets angry or he only gets angry and abusive when he drinks or it's not his fault you know and 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 that's not that's that's not okay you know, interestingly um as you were asking this question manoj um and as nick was answering it i remembered something very interesting uh so you know again uh, they they have some kind of a connection with these smile cards mm. or, or let's say the spirit behind it so to speak um so i w- i don't know if you gentlemen know about this person called nipun mehta i'll just uh, type his name here uh, just check him out on youtube and check for his uh, ted talks uh he, he lives in in the us and uh, is from an it background so to speak and his whole work has been around uh, generosity hmm. you know and a number of ted talks he's given around have been around generosity and uh, he he in fact gave a brilliant ted talk once uh, which was quite interesting for me to know and i got to know about nick sorry nipun through a french gentleman his name is frederick labat and he has lived in india and in vietnam for most of his life he is a follower of the brahma kumaris and he spent a lot of time in the vietnam you know teaching kids there and all and then he spends his time in india and i met him uh, in udaipur thanks to somebody again connected with this smile network or whatever called mm. manish jain and uh, Frederick thought told me about Nipun and it said you know she you must go and check about Nipun I said sure and what came out was really interesting and you know his work his experiences which he talks about in his TED talks you know interestingly a uh, questions or let's say puts a huge question mark on maslow's you know hierarchy of needs yep. that we all yep. would have come across so maslow usually says that you know people can get into higher order thinking once their basic needs are met and unless those are met you can't go into a higher level of thinking and nipun shared a series of stories in his ted talks and one of the ted talks is called designing for generosity right where what he spoke about is that you know one day uh, years ago he and his wife once just decided to you know walk the road just like vinoba bave and nipun also talks about vinoba ji this is one day my wife and i we just decided to walk on the road from amdavad in gujarat deciding that you know we will uh, seek refuge in whichever village we reach in the evening and ask them for a space to sleep for the night and, and some food to eat and see how do we you know pay it back to them in in kind and uh, you 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 must see that uh, that they talk called designing for generosity and that's where i first began to question you know the the, the perfectness of maslow's model because what is you know in in story after story what you get to realize is he talks about people who otherwise may not have much in terms of wealth and finances and other resources so to speak but the kind of generosity they practice and the stuff they give is amazing one story that stuck with me the most is is of is of an old woman 
who actually is a sweeper you know she she kind of sweeps the streets and you know she sweeps the backside of a school and what she collects is you know all these small little pencils that the children from the school throw off because it's a little difficult for you to now hold but but pencil will still be about an inch or so long mm. and you know these would be all in a garbage pile she would go and collect those pencils and you know kind of clean the dirt and mud off it and you know kind of would make a good collection so somebody once asked her why are you doing this i mean these are useless she said no i know children who can't even afford this much of a pencil so i'm going to give those children and this is from a woman who's illiterate herself and this is one story that stuck with me and and the other person i want to i think certainly mention on our call today is i don't know if you both have come across this lady uh, her name is mrs sudha murthy i'll just uh, type her name also so uh, chances are you know uh, most people would have heard of this company called infosys one of the yeah, yeah. most respected it companies from india so uh, sudha murthy is the uh, wife of the founder ceo narayana murthy okay uh, and in fact mr murthy and his friends started infosys by borrowing 10000 rupees from sudha murthy okay and and then they started the business back in 1981 and then sudha murthy went on to become a great teacher she used to teach computer science in colleges and she did amazing amount of work and she is a chairperson of the uh, the charity wing the angel wing of infosys in you know the infosys foundation and you know she's an amazing writer she writes both fiction and non fiction so one of her most famous fictional stories and sometimes you really wonder are these really fictional stories or are these stories of real life person which she is fictionalized with but i think one of the earliest fiction she wrote is a book called dollar bahu and bahu means you know daughter in law so they they uh, it's a story of two daughters in law in a family so one from america and the other one from india and how the indian mother in law is all the time abusing and you know uh making life difficult for the indian daughter in law and all the time singing praises for the american one till she goes there and has a different experience altogether and then what eventually happens so besides the fictional work she wrote uh, she wrote some amazing non fiction work and the first book i came across actually changed my life uh, it was 10 years ago it was a book titled the old man and his god and these are stories which she picked up from some of the remotest villages in india of people in abject poverty but the ones who had amazing amount of grace amazing amount of maturity wisdom and generosity right and uh, so so then another book that she wrote was the day i the, stopped the old sorry the old man and the god the Is old it? man and his god and his god and his god so uh, that's the first uh, first one i read 10 years ago and then there are other books like the day i stopped drinking milk um, how i taught my grandma to write then uh, other was other one was wise and otherwise you know so so very interesting sort of collection of stories and one pattern that i began to see in these real life stories that she wrote in these books is i don't want to generalize it here but one pattern you begin to observe is that you know there are two categories of people you will see one who irrespective of their life circumstances will be doing good and be operating from a space of generosity and wisdom mm-hmm. and the other who will still be very constricted you know and would try and see what more can i grab what more can i grab mm. right and and in this uh, i i've seen that there is no exception in terms of whether it's the rich or the poor who come into either of these two categories mm. and uh, her writings you know amaze me well and many years ago i used to conduct a training program on writing skills you know email writing skills you know, skills yeah, of business yeah. writing skills so there when we talk about brevity where we talk about writing in simple language uh, 
I would often go and talk about the the writing and editorial style of Reader's Digest and Mr. Sudha Murthy and then another uh, British author who lived in India all his life, uh, Ruskin Bond. You know, so both Ruskin and uh, Sudha Murthy have exceptionally simple language in which they convey some amazing stuff. And uh, you know, her latest book, Mrs. Murthy's latest book that came out, I think about a year or two ago, was uh, Three Thousand Stitches. So, based on her work with uh, you know uh, women who are entrapped in the flesh trade uh, in in the temples of South India, and what she did in the resistance she faced from them when she tried to help their cause, and then how eventually they kind of came together and you know, tore pieces from their own cloth and made her uh, a mosaic or a collage of a. I don't know what's it called, you know, like a, you have a bedspread or a table yeah. spread yeah. that's kind of stitched together from different cloth pieces. So, so they did that and they they gifted her this and said there are three thousand stitches in this, and the reason it has three thousand stitches is you've touched the lives of three thousand of us here and made us better human beings. So, so I would I would certainly share that you know go and check Nipun's work, and and that is also I found uh, Manoj a bit of a moderation for me to accept that, irrespective of whatever. Uh, let's say space we all might be in the spectrum of so-called development the people can always surprise you yeah 100% and i also think if we come if we come from a place of genuine love and generosity without any expectation of anything in return um that for me that has a a higher purpose you know because you you give from yourself and you give with without expecting anything in return which which i think pe- people can see that and and they can definitely feel the difference um and that's yeah that's something and i and i like the 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 gentleman you mentioned earlier who does it under the radar i think think that's really good you know i remember many many years ago i think at my first upw in london and tony robbins used to say you know just give and he said you know just you could you could go to an old you go to an old person's home an aged care facility and you say right who who's been here who is in this facility and has no family and no visitors and he said you just ask if it's okay to sit and you just let, let them tell their stories and that gives them so much fulfillment and so much connection that you know it's 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 beyond words but also i think when when we talk about these organizations um like like you know the the one you've mentioned it's just moved by love you know it's it's incredible and we we can do if we gave back i don't know four times a month like you said or something shri think think of think of the good we could do and the connections you know we we could create and and how we can help these women you know do more in their life we, we don't know where it can go and i i would i'm definitely up for that i think it's a very important cause but not just women men and it's like i know i know manage um if, if we don't mind mention it you know the the foundation your your passion that foundation supporting others you know i think we're all doing it in some way shape or form which is which is probably one of the reasons we're on these calls right you know, true. We, we have very we true. you know Nick we we have a very important agenda for today and I'm going to come to that in a moment but before we do that I think I, I want to put to words uh, you know what you were talking about Nick uh, when you spoke about connections the moment you mentioned that word right now um, you know 
um, I remember that African proverb called Ubuntu. Mm. It says, "I am because we are." Yeah. Right. So, what uplifts you will uplift me also. So, so it's a tide that lifts all the ships together. Yeah. So, coming to the important agenda for today, Nick and I had agreed last time that this time it's your turn, uh, Manoj. You're going to speak more, and we're going to listen, <laughs> and somehow. So can can anybody so can anybody explain to me what is mindfulness? Because I just open the the computer every day, and there's not like twenty million people mindfulness mindfulness. I'm like, is it like a just a fad? You know that people are suddenly talking about mindfulness, or is it just the usual meditation? Be present, know your emotions, and get on with it. So I'm I'm curious. So what do you what do you think? So I think it's so I think it's basically noticing your emotions and being present. String. Yeah, it's about um, how much can you kind of you know keep bringing yourself back to be able to notice what you're thinking or what you're going through, what you're feeling. Mm. So it's about like this, you know. Um, we used to have this toy. That I used to see in my childhood. I don't know if I've shared about this in one of our previous calls. So it's like a you know, thing, and it has a nose here, and it says "punch me." And oh, you punch you it, mention that, yeah. And it kind of comes back again. So mindfulness is about bringing yourself back to a level of awareness, where you're able to practice what is called a second-order observation, which means you're able to observe yourself, your thoughts, your feelings, and what you're getting consumed by. And and the more you can do that. You're able to make make better choices. And and but don't don't we do that? Not often enough. I don't think I don't I don't think we do. When if you think about most people living a quite a stressful a stressful life, right? Whether that be business or home, and they're juggling different different areas. Maybe maybe running multiple businesses or multiple jobs or whatever it might be. Could be a mum. You know, it depends. I think that the mind, the mind can overwhelm people, and and that's where we, if we, if we look at, if we look at stress in general, you know, and not not just, you know, the 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 control the mind has over the body, but also the effect it has on hormones like cortisol, you know, like. The adrenal and dopamine and all these different hormones and chemicals that get released. So, for for me, the the mindfulness piece. I I, I like what Sri said. It's 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 about coming back to yourself and 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 yourself. For me, this is my opinion. You know, isn't the thoughts that you're having because the thoughts that you're having are just based up of habits, memories, and experience. You know, it's mindfulness is coming back to the now and. Knowing that the now is all that there is, and that's all that we can focus on, and allowing—I don't know—I think it allows us, as you know, spiritual beings having a human experience, it allows us to calm the mind. And once, once the mind is calmed, we are in control. It isn't in control of us. That's that's what I. That's what my. Interpretation of mindfulness. <clears throat> so, what do you do for mindfulness? I mean, I know you do your meditation in the morning. So, does that keep you mindful during the whole day? 
generally generally yes but interestingly this is this is um this is the effect meditation has on you right so i've i've had a few this and, and stress is quite important to me at the moment because i've just gone through a a massive stress exhaustion fatigue uh experience anyway i went and i went to these went to a naturopath and, and i paid um a thousand dollars to get these tests done because the doctor said i was fine and you know what one thing i loved about mindfulness they did these um they did these hormonal tests right different times of the day over a 24-hour period and it's six o'clock in the jet to let you know the experience my cortisol most people's cortisol come up like this and drops down my cortisol went like that and she says he said to me she said i've never seen in all my years of experience anyone with cortisol levels like you right but she said the interesting thing is at i woke up at five and at five o'clock my cortisol levels started here and they stayed there till six o'clock and she said that's really because that's really unusual what what did you do between five and six and i said i meditated and she said to me, she goes, you know, meditation from a, a physiology, nervous system point of view, stress response, it, it actually decreases um, cortisol and increases melatonin as well as serotonin and dopamine and all these other things. So just taking 15, I, for me, you know, whether you meditate in the morning or or I know I do this anyway, I have done this in the day. If, if my day, and I know we all have days like this, where you're you're like a racehorse. You know those days when you're, like, you're just like, you're a racehorse and you've got all these things to do and you've got all these demands and everything else. You just you just go and sit in a room and just close your eyes and, and, and meditate for 15 minutes. Your state changes and you come, you come back here. And, 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 you know, if you go back through history, and this is my history that I'm going to repeat here, if we look at all the, all the famous, or, or in my word, the famous leaders like Winston Churchill, like Roosevelt, you know, um, uh, who else did it? Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie. Do you know what? They all, they all took a 15 to 20 minute power nap during the day. Now, it's, it's proven, right? The meditation, if you if you take a 15-minute meditation, it's the same as having 45 minutes sleep. So why did they why did they do that? Because they wanted to reconnect. If they had a problem, they'd go and sleep, you know? Today we might not have that opportunity, but I definitely have the opportunity to go and sit in a room and close my eyes and connect and meditate and and let the process unfold. And you know, I think I don't know if I mentioned this last time we're on a coaching call recently, but Wayne Dyer is a, you know, he's, he's passed now, but he's a, he, he's a great mentor for me and has led me in so many ways on my journey. And I remember he, he was sort of, he used to say, oh, you know, I have these problems and he'd, he'd ring his friends, you know, um, uh, Deepak Chopra and he'd ring Deepak Chopra and he'd go, Deepak, Deepak, I've got this problem I don't want to do. And all Deepak Chopra would say is meditate, just go and meditate because it brings us back with, within ourselves, not not the mind racing away creating creating all these what ifs you know Manoj, essentially uh, what i've realized from all my i would say 24 years of trying to meditate or practice meditation and learn different forms essentially three things that i've come to realize 
and i just realized i'm talking of three things in a boat with which has three men in it yeah yeah so i realized that what's essential for meditation is uh the slow movement philosophy so meditation is primarily like nick was saying slowing down the rate of your thoughts and slowing down what all is consuming you or you keep yourself consumed with which then leads to the next point which is less is more philosophy so how much ever we can kind of declutter our life uh that that again is very helpful in meditation or meditation leads to that also is something i can say Now, the third thing that i really realized and, and in fact this came up interestingly in a conversation a few years ago i was in bombay and i was visiting a friend of mine and uh, <clears throat> she she is a psychologist and she helps people with uh, issues to do with addiction or self harm and you know suicidal tendencies and all that and she asked me this question you know she one thing i struggle with is okay i've been able to help them clean it out right or let's say kind of get detached from their self harm behavior but then a few weeks later they back at it and i don't know what to break that pattern and i said you know listen i i got i tried an experiment and i think this is what you can try and see what happens so like nick said when you meditate your cortisol level goes down right your melatonin levels increase that's about it but you need to do something more to break actually break the pattern and that's to make our oxytocin levels go up mm. and how do you get that up it's by acts of generosity it's by acts of love and kindness that you speak about because when you do that and so for example i'm sure uh, i can say that for myself and i'm sure it's for, true for you the three of us we are not talking shop here we're just three friends from different corners of the world who are just sitting here and talking and bonding and communicating and having a great time great feeling feelings of centeredness and also expansiveness and that happens when there is an oxytocin release happening when you do something for someone without any expectation like nick said so i told her that you know give your clients this activity to do that after each of the counseling sessions they got to go back doesn't matter if they were going through depression or were going through suicidal thoughts or tendencies but because they listen to you and you have some degree of influence over them encourage them to go out and do a purposive act of generosity or love and because that will immediately trigger the release of oxytocin and the more oxytocin can be released in your body the less you know uh, flustered you feel and the less flustered you feel the less your uh, let's say cortisol gets triggered or or for that matter you know uh, your adrenaline gets triggered or the less you go out for dopamine seeking activities like you know uh, addictive activities so these are the essential three things i've come and and you do it uh, as many times a day as you can and when i was in london manoj you know uh, uh, an english prison officer prison governor uh, introduced me to the brahmakumaris till that time i was a little skeptical about them and i would try and stay away from organizations that i would believe have a kind of a religious tinge to them uh, but he said no shri keep your bias aside and go and you know see what they do and and they did some amazing work and i saw people from all walks of life and all races and backgrounds and nationality and religion being there and you know having a good time and there they had a meditation cd called jam just a minute so it had about i think 21 meditations all of which were just one minute so so the lady there you know who was the director of their european operations she said you know shri these meditations are just one minute long so you can time them in such a way that every hour the alarm goes off and you just listen to one of the meditations it just asks you to step back slow down and 
pause and just ponder on the question that's there in the meditation. I still have that CD with me back in my home. And that's so the more you can slow down, uh, you know, the more meditative you are. And and also another thing just on that point, Sri, you, you, you picked up here and I wrote it down was journaling. Now, journaling as well, talking about mindfulness, you know, it's and we all know this right through our 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 knowledge and experience. It takes between thirty to sixty days to create a new habit, right? Dependent on what school of thought you come from, at an unconscious level. But what they what they've proven is by journaling what you're grateful for first thing in the morning and last thing at night, it and and writing it, not typing it, right? So you writing. And there's something neurologically that happens with the movement of the pen in the hand and it, and it wires deeper in the unconscious level. But what that does is, is that creates a sense of calm. And if, you, if we think about the process of journaling or, or what we're grateful for, you know, we are directing the mind towards gratitude and love and, and kindness and giving, not, oh, well, you know, what's the problem We've got stress, anxiety, fear, worry, doubt, overload. And just by doing that one thing, you know, I don't know if you if you sense the difference. It's like if you go, oh, worry, stress, overload, problems, you know, anger, frustration, or you go, well, I'm going to journal about what I'm grateful for, for my, fam- for my family, for the food that I eat, for, you know, having these type of calls or for being able to walk in the sunshine being able to have a roof over my head, being able to give love to people around me, you can, you can, I know I can, you can, you can really feel the difference. Um, and, and that's another thing about mindfulness, you know, and, and you can do that and it changes your state straight away. I'm, I'm so glad you said that, Nick, you know, Manu just wanted to share this with you. Um, you know, about, I think six years ago, the chairman and managing director of a small and medium scale business in, in India, in Jaipur, uh, you know, he reached out to me and he called me over to come down to you know, his company headquarters and see if I could do a leadership development program for 17 of his uh, you know, business division heads. And also, you know, the management consulting firm Bain and Company had created a framework called uh, the Founders Mentality and he wanted me to you know, teach the Founders Mentality model there and all that stuff. And the way we spoke initially, I thought, wow, this is like my dream assignment, you know, because this gives me a great opportunity to live and practice servant leadership and to coach people and see how, you know, you have the multipliers effect. So I was absolutely like, you know, uh, feeling great about it. And I said, instead of coming down to Jaipur for 10 days a month and then going back and, you know, doing that, it won't work. So I shifted down to Jaipur. I shifted lock, stock and barrel, took rented accommodation in Jaipur and then immersed myself in that work. Initially, everything seemed to go right. And then pretty soon, uh, this person's double standards started coming out. His deep insecurities and viciousness started coming out. Uh, And you know, so whatever he would ask me to do for and with and about the people, he would be doing the exact opposite of of all that with those very people. So you know, so it, it became pretty untenable at a point of time. And then I and I quit. Uh, because he one day kind of you know, put a horse pipe on every project and he kind of stopped everything. And when I quit that, I was extremely upset. Because for me, it was like, you know, my baby had been snatched. 
it was like my dream project you know it, i felt it was the project for which i was born and i was extremely upset very angry very angry and uh, but then you know thankfully in a moment of mindfulness something struck me and ronda bain had written a book called um, i think the power or something and it it's about a 28 day exercise in gratitude and i happened to read it a couple of months before i gone for that assignment so I, it struck me i said you know this is this you might be righteously angry but the anger doesn't doesn't distinguish and doesn't make an exception for you whether you're righteously angry or not the anger is going to punish you first so as an experiment what i did was i said instead of being angry yeah while he may have done all those things and that doesn't wash away can i consciously purposely look at listing down all the reasons i'm still grateful to this man for and you know will myself against my ego to do that exercise uh you know and guess how many reasons i was able to come up with for which i was grateful for him 100 200 i wish <laughs> i so wish but i One. had 69 reasons okay 69 and i've kind of typed it out in a, in a file and uh you know 69 reasons i could list and say you know despite whatever happened i'm grateful to this man because i learned this i experienced this i got this i met this person or i went through this experience or acquired this data data all that and that in a way in a way i would say helped me you know like we talk in nlp redirect myself or you know reorient myself and we can do that you know you, you, i know we're on this course at a time but um there there's there's a book that that i hold very very dear to my heart and it's uh, and i'm sure you've all heard of it, it it's uh, man's search for meaning by victor frankl and that book i think just thinking about it that gives me goosebumps but that that book if you know he's a viennese psychologist successful very wealthy family and that you know the nazis invade um their country and strip everything and he goes into a concentration camp and and he says you know you can find things to be positive about in any situation and and obviously gratitude is positivity and and, and for me shri i think writing a journal is and i write a journal every morning and every every night um and it allows i think it also allows you to that mindfulness you you can dump onto paper what what may be in the mind and by refocusing on what you're grateful for it it sort of shifts it shifts everything and and it and it allows you to you know if you do that before you go to bed no matter where you are you know we know the last thing you think about before you go to bed processes the greatest obviously throughout sleep um and and it's just a, it's like a a reaffirming cycle of gratitude and and after 30 days you'll do it forever which which changes everything and just gives you that gives you that calmness that that mindfulness and and on top of that like you've mentioned the other things you know meditation movement breath whatever else it is and 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 you can create a, a a very strong mindfulness practice very easily i believe actually it's funny you should say about this book the victor uh, victor frankl yeah that's the guy who was in the nazi yep. uh, jail right and all yep. the, his colleagues were 
because I'm reading Tribe of Mentors. You must have read it by Timothy Ferris. Right? I, I don't know interview. that. So it's a beautiful book. I mean, I've downloaded it on Audible. Mm. It's like he's interviewed like 100 people, right? 100 mm. people about, you know, what motivates them, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the guy who's been interviewed today in the book, he was talking about that book, about this. Uh, the, and he was saying that the main thing he got out of that book was that, <clears throat> and this is a guy who's been in the Nazi camp, right? Mm. That um, uh, there is suffering. Now you choose how you want to react to that suffering. Yeah. But suffering yeah. is always going to be there. And that's the main thing he got. So it's funny mm. you should mention that book. You know? But, but also, al al also, I think, um, going back to the the uh move by love organization and, and the one you know the ladies were gonna connect three when you share those details is that's that's for, for me it's like that book represents no matter no matter what stage of suffering you're at in your life or what stage of suffering you've had in your life that doesn't define you doesn't define you and you can choose a different outcome which is obviously what what Viktor Frankl did and, and thankfully you know survived and wrote about it and and you know that doesn't define you and we, we can choose different options and they can choose different options but it's like giving back with love that support to others to allow them or not to allow them to give them you know a freedom of choice because some some people who are like those those women doing those things they've they've experienced atrocities and suffering that we can we can probably never even imagine what it would feel like to go through that but there is other options out them out there for them they they may not know they exist now but we can definitely support them and and you know give them a leg up to make that choice you know Three quick things <clears throat> on what, what you just said. You know, Monaga, I'm so, I so love you for saying what you spoke about, that suffering thing. You know, back in 2011, <clears throat> I had a bit of a traumatic experience with uh, one of the people I used to look up to. And, uh, you know, so we had a boss-employee kind of a relationship. And he did and said something which kind of literally caught me off guard and hurt me a lot. And I was in Rishikesh in India. And Rishikesh is the place where I naturally feel called to, where I feel centered. Mm. <clears throat> and that's where this, I somehow came across this line and you know, it, it gave me so much of clarity and meaning. It says, it is exactly I think what you're trying to say, recall Manu, it says, in life, pain is inevitable, but suffering is your choice. Mm. And, you know, yeah, very well said, very, yeah. very well said. Yeah. You know, last and, year, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, man. no, you go, you go. So last year, I had this a friend of mine and, uh, you know, she had suffered quite a traumatic shock, I would say, an abuse at the hand of her own mother. You know, um, she was an only child and uh, her father had passed away even when she was a toddler and her mother had raised her up and then something, something happened and she discovered these things about her mother and she was very traumatized and her mother actually tried to kill her. Wow. And then she had to run away from that home and go into hiding in a different city, change her name and number and all that, so that her name doesn't reflect even in true color. Mm. And then she contacted me 
out of a hiding and said shri can you help me with something i said sure so i con you know put her in touch with my reiki teacher in pune and uh, she she tried to heal her and she told me that you know shri so long as she is carrying all that bitterness in her heart my energy will not reach her and she had written this long note about her mother and all the things she had done and she said you know she tell her to freeze or was it me sorry oh did i freeze nick or no no it? you're fine you're fine okay so i think uh, manoj we find you still frozen there i guess okay i think manoj will come back okay um, so so just to continue the story here um, so you know nick what happened is uh my reiki teacher told me to tell her to burn that letter yeah yeah and you know uh, so i asked her to do that and she agreed to do it and then she asked me this question she is there any end to my suffering uh, and what's your take on that i said you know uh, each year i take this train journey hmm. you know i think we just lost she'll come back i said each year i take this train journey from trivandrum which is my parents hometown in south of india and i come back to delhi during the rainy season and i take the konkan route so which is through you know the western ghat mountains yep. and the, yep. the rivers which are in spate and overflowing all that stuff mm. and i said when i am in that moment and i am going through that journey i am in nature all of a sudden everything seems to make sense and i seem to have no complaint i am just simply filled with gratitude yep. because the dots now seem to connect for me so i yep. said you know the day the dots connect for you and you feel grateful for whatever happened is where you will have a release from the suffering you have And, and that's what I told him. And I said, I don't know how soon I can wish that for you, but be open to that. And the chances are that you know those dots will connect for you, and there'll come a moment when you'll feel grateful for whatever happened. And that's the moment when you'll feel released. I think the third point I want to <clears throat> mention before we close, because I think without that I'll be very unfair, is to actually take the names of the people uh, because of whom we had a substantial portion of our conversation today around this. Hmm. So. Uh, you know so nipun mehta is one name i have taken the other person is manish jain from udaipur in india mm. uh, then abhay uh, sorry akshay vyas he was manish's student in my intern akshay's wife uh, yashasvi desai uh, and then shivendra vayapuri he was another person i tried to contact to get these smile cards back and then the person he and yashasvi introduced me to meghna banker Yeah. and then the final lady meghna introduced me to trupti so okay. these are the people i think while you may not have met them and known them but these are the people you're going to soon meet well and please please send me those details over because i would like to connect with them and offer and offer that as a gift to them so surely yeah all right and and on that note shri we'll wrap up i don't know where manoj is no he's, he's come back he's come back is he I'm back here, here, are here. you are yeah, you still yeah, there yeah yeah, yeah I just, my connection yeah i did i did sorry the connection went i don't know why ah that's okay that's okay all good okay so we'll 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 call that a night and um beautiful thank you so much uh for that another great another great talk and i look forward to seeing uh, seeing you all in a month again yeah two quick things you know manoj um, for you because all this happened where, because where, of you man where 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 here or here both sides both sides i would say <laughs> and you know nick nick you know i i know that we had agreed on this rule in the first meet up that we'll have no agenda and get started like this but i think it's been three episodes now Uh, the fourth one has to be done by manoj you know 
so yeah, we we yeah. were talking while we were waiting for manoj and something beautiful did occur yeah, but i think yeah. we we we're going to miss something tremendous if we don't get this man to open up and yeah. so why don't we do it more easy the next in a month's time i just i already have your two guys photos right so i'll do the episode myself with you two photos there you guys don't <laughs> even need to appear well how about how about we we'll do this we'll just we'll just rock up and uh it's over to you brother <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Beautiful. I'll send. Okay. I'll send you around a time. Nick, See you later. Nick, I'll send you. I'll send you a message later. Now I have to do the video and all. Right. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. 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 bye.